there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. Today on the show, the moon. Why are we going back, really? It's been around 50 years since we first stepped foot on the moon. Angel Abud Madrid, who studies space exploration now, remembers that day so clearly. He was eight years old, living in Chihuahua, Mexico. And the day of the landing, he and his friends were so excited. Among ourselves, we, we thought, what's going to happen? You know, there, there's humans going to land on the moon. And we all thought that an alien is gonna, was going to jump into their spacesuit and then he's going to come back to Earth and control everybody. <laughs> At around 9 p.m. that night, Angel was asleep, but his dad woke him up. And I just remember very clearly you know, my dad shaking me. Okay, come on, you got to watch this. What do you remember from seeing on the screen? It was a small black and white TV, and it was this grainy picture. And I start watching, and I see the humans stepping out. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. My dad keeps saying, this is a momentous occasion. Oh, we were talking about it the day after. Everybody uh, was talking about it, and... and, uh, my uncle, my aunts were like, did you watch this? It was incredible. I mean, we, we made it to the moon, how far we had gone. And there in the corner was grandma saying, yeah, 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 but don't we have enough problems here to be worrying about the moon? Why are we doing this? And that really stuck with me. After all, what felt like this big day for humankind was also this huge political pissing contest between the U.S. and the Soviet Union. And around the time that the U.S. won, they slashed NASA's budget. And for decades, no one's been that serious about going back to the moon. That was until just a few years ago. Just as the U.S. and China are getting particularly sassy with each other, here we go again. The race to the moon is back on with some new players as well. NASA setting its sights on a return to the moon. China's lunar rover touched down last night on the far side of the moon. India is set to head to the moon today. NASA awarded Elon Musk SpaceX with a $2.9 billion contract. Israel, South Korea, Japan. In the last... uh, you know, five years or so, this has really exploded in terms of interest. There are 73 space agencies and probably 20 more are being planned because every country is realizing maybe there's something in it for us. Like what? NASA said in a report from last year that a big reason to go back to the moon would be to keep the US in the leader's position. Yeah, so that they can just keep on winning. So our big question for today is, is it really worth it to go back to the moon? Or is this more of a political pissing contest? 
Well, one reason is this idea of a lunar gold rush. That the moon is a treasure trove of valuable stuff just waiting for us to dig it all up. And the first country to get their hooks in wins. Now, we know that the moon does have untapped resources in it. When the Apollo astronauts brought back moon rocks, scientists discovered that, yes, they contained rare Earth elements, which are super important to our lives today. They're part of our renewable energy industry. They are on your phones. The phone that you have in your hand right now has rare Earth. They are in your cars. So it's it's part of, of our society right now. That's Angel Abud Madrid again. He's now the director of the Center for Space Resources at the Colorado School of Mines. So, for example, Angel told us that one of these rare earth elements is called terbium. If you haven't heard of it, it's a shiny, soft metal. And it's used to make the color green on your phone. And there's a bunch of elements like this. Some of them really hard to pronounce. Uh, lanthanum and yttrium and... Like neodymium and... Dysprosium. Rare earths are also used in stuff like solar panels and electric cars. The problem is that on Earth, mining these elements is pretty nasty. It can pollute soil and waterways. Plus, the vast majority of rare earths that we use come from China. And so the idea is that if the US or other countries could get their mitts on the stuff on the moon and then mine it without polluting the Earth... That would be win-win. So people thought... Well, these are important elements, and we found them on the moon. Would it be worth going after them? And to you, is it worth going after them? Uh, Not at this point. Not from the information that we have. So even though these things are called rare earth elements, there's actually a lot of them here on Earth. And not just in China. That's just currently where most of the mining is happening all over the globe, we're finding these elements. Even though they're called rare earth elements, they're actually not that rare. They're not actually that rare, believe it or not. And curiously, there isn't even that much of this stuff on the moon. We know from satellite data that there's a bit of a hotspot of rare earths, which happens to be on the right eye of the man in the moon. But even there, the elements aren't just sitting there like a big nugget of gold. They're diluted, mixed up with the moon dirt, and would be hard to mine. Let me give you an analogy. It's like uh, if you want to get rare earth on earth, it's like putting a bucket in Seattle or New Orleans and collecting rainwater from there. As compared as on the moon, it will be as having a, a bucket on Death Valley. Oh. Probably one of the driest places on earth. You're looking for droplets. Wow. So it's really a bad idea. Uh, At this point, it is. So it's sounding like we should probably work out ways to mine rare earths safely here on Earth and even get better at recycling the stuff on our phones before we resort to all the hassle and expense of going to the moon for these elements. So for now, stripping the moon for parts to use them back on Earth, it's not making a lot of sense. And it is kind of feeling like going back to the moon is more for international bragging rights. But what about this idea that popping up to the moon could help us get to Mars? To find out if that makes sense, you've got to head over to our main feed over on Science Versus. 
Just search for Science VS on Spotify and click on our episode about the moon to find out why we're really going back. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.